This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19, all new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. You! Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast. It's the last American Idol. Someone please check the show's vitals. This show has died a long, slow day. What the bloody hell was that? Ever since Simon Cowell left. It's the last American Idol. Jeff and Jen. Yeah, final season of uh, American Idol premiered last night. I know Clay Aiken watched it and said that the he turned it off because the judges were so boring. Oh, really? Are yeah. the judges there? I, I forget who the judges even are. Jennifer Lopez. Um, Keith, Urban, Keith Urban and Harry Connick, and Harry Connick Jr. Jr. Oh, so Jennifer Lopez has got two shows on right now. Yeah, she does. She's got that cop show or whatever that is. Yeah. And American Idol. Uh, contestant named Michelle Marie said that she could name all 14 of the previous winners, which I think is incredible. I can do this. Okay. First year was Kelly Clarkson. Second year was Ruben Studdard. Third year was Fantasia. Fourth year was Carrie Underwood. Fifth year was Taylor Hicks. Sixth year was Jordan Sparks. Seventh year was Chris Allen. No. Seventh year was David Cook. Eighth year was Chris Allen. Ninth year was Lee Wise. Tenth year was Scotty McCreary. Eleventh was... I bailed after Philip Phillips. That was the last Me year too. that I really watched it, and I loved him. So, wow, she named him in order and everything. That's impressive. Josiah Siska auditioned, and this guy's actually got a pretty deep voice. When all at once somebody heard of red-eyed Cowsy's soul <laughs> plowing through the ragged skies and up the clouded draw. This is Harry County Jr. doing sound effects in the background. On fire and their hooves were made of steel. Their horns were black and shiny and their hot breath he could feel. 
That's pretty good. And then uh, this woman named Lindita. Lindita lost 50 pounds to audition for the show. And while she was singing, J-Lo said she sounded like a heavy girl. This is a man's world. I did not say that. Please. so annoyed right now. <laughs> you don't think she's good? No. I did right up until that. Yeah. <laughs> she was okay. How do you sound like a heavy girl? That's what I was like, Aretha Franklin. I mean, is that is that what you think, you know, is that what you picture if you if you were sitting in a chair with your back to her as right. she's performing? What does a heavy girl you, sound are like? You, you know, when you hear that voice, are you picturing Aretha or... It's a little offensive, though, that... They were like, it can yeah. be taken. Well, yeah, because J-Lo way. goes, she sounds like a heavy girl. And Harry Connick Jr. basically said that she still was one. Yeah, she, oh, didn't, said lose. she didn't lose that. Yeah. She didn't lose the sounding. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Is what he meant. Yeah. And then a couple named Alex and Jordan Sasser, they both auditioned, but Jordan made it through. His wife, Alex, did not, and she got pretty upset about it. It was sad that they couldn't just focus on my singing. Harry Connick said that your family is so beautiful and sweet, but it's just distracting, is what they said. And like what's distracting? Meaning like what's like? Yeah, yeah, they're like everything. Well, Jordan's dancing with their own crown. I didn't, no, no. What? I've never been good enough. And I've watched Wait, you what? follow your dreams. Wait, what? No, 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 no. Breaking. Hey, hey. I don't want you to feel like this is the end of the road and that you don't have another chance, Alex. I'm proud of you. I love you. Aww. Fine. I'll just sit here and, and, and watch you follow your dreams. Did you hear her? We're breaking. This is breaking us. I know. Uh, Way to be happy for your husband. Yeah. <laughs> 
So there you go. The uh, the last season of American Idol has started. There was some of the drama from last night. 6.55 with Jeff and Jen. A sun cloud mixed today. Clouds moving in this afternoon and into this evening with a high around 46. Right now it's 27. Chill. Sometimes the first date seals your fate. It's the second date update with Jeff and Jen on Q102. When are we going on our second date? You said you'd call me. How long should I wait? Yeah, every Tuesday and Thursday at this time, we like to bring you a classic second date update that you may have missed the first time around, especially if you don't normally have a chance to listen to us at a at, at a later time. Michelle went on a date with this guy, Kyle, and of course, as these things go, she hasn't heard from him since and is confused as to why. You know, there are some dates where they go so badly, you know. You it's know obvious. You're not it, right. Yeah. Yeah. But these, these, this is what makes second date update what it is. is these are the ones that you think for sure there's going to be a second date update. So let's talk to Michelle. Good morning, Michelle. How are you? Good morning. Let's start with how you met Kyle and how that first date went. Um, well, we met. I'm really bummed that I didn't hear back from him because this was a really good date. Okay. Anyway, um, I met him on the dance floor at the Rusty Ball. Nice. Those events where there's just a ton of people elbow to elbow on a big dance floor and everyone's drinking and dancing and we just partied all night together. It was super fun. Okay. Um, And I was with a big group of people. So at the end of the night, I just gave him my phone number. Yeah. Which I felt pretty good about, just so you know. Cool. (laughs) Is that not something you do often? No, I don't go like handing my phone number out to everyone I meet. So this is a big deal for you then to put yourself out there like that. Yeah. Gotcha. I mean, you know, it was fun to kind of make the first move in that way. Right. So we actually called a couple of days later, so it was successful. And we decided to meet up for sushi at Dancing Wasabi. Nice. And it was super great. I'd had a lot to drink at the Rusty Ball, so I was a little nervous that I, he may not have been as good as I remembered. <laughs> <laughs> as good looking. But he was fantastic. And we had an awesome dinner, and there was laughing and flirting, and everything was really nice, and he was really, really attractive, and things were going really well. Good. And after dinner, we went over to UDF and got ice cream, and I had a little bit to drink at dinner, so I was a little silly again, and I got very um, elaborate in my licking of the ice cream. You did what? <laughs> and I guess he liked it because we ended up back in his place. Okay. Um, and that was really nice, too. Um, but then the problem is I had to get up super early the next morning for a work thing, and I had to leave before the sun even came up. So it was just like, hey, thanks, bye. It was great. Okay, but and you did talk I, to him, though. You didn't just sneak out. No, I mean, there was, it was like a kind of, but it was like kind of that like early morning sleepy, like, Hey, it was fun. Right. Mm-hmm. He's like, ah. And I'm like, darn it. So I'm thinking maybe I, because it looks like I almost ghosted on him, that he may have think that I wasn't actually that interested. But I texted him later in the day, and then I left a voicemail a couple days after that, and he never, ever got back to me with anything. Hmm. Okay. All right, um, but other red. yeah, other than that, and then the ice cream licking thing, though, you don't think anything would have been weird or off-putting to him? Nothing felt like it went off the rails during the date at no, all? No, it was all, I mean, it all felt, I mean, this is the problem, is 
there was, I mean, he seemed super into the whole experience. So I'm just like really lost. Yeah. Like what the heck happened here? Yeah. Am I that dense? Did I miss like a huge sign that says like, you suck. I don't want to do this with you. And I just am like too, too dense to know. I don't think so. so. You just but... tapped into why second date update is as popular as it is because people <laughs> have that same question. Am I that dense that I didn't see some obvious glaring sign right that i crashed and burned and just didn't pick yeah. up on that yeah <laughs> am i that bad at reading people that i didn't see that coming um sure yeah, i we, don't want to be this bad at life i don't know what it is i know what you mean me. yeah yes okay well listen let's put you on hold for just a moment because we do have to take a break but when we come back as Fritch gets Kyle's phone number from you, we'll give him a call and see what he thought of you and his date with you coming up next with Jeff and Jenna Q102. Sometimes the first date seals your fate. It's the second date update with Jeff and Jen on Q102. When are we going on our second date? You said you'd call me. How long should I wait? Bum, bum. All right, so Michelle met this guy Kyle at Rusty Ball on the dance floor, and they hit it off pretty pretty quickly. And start, she was there with a bunch of friends, and uh, they hung out together a little bit that night, exchanged phone numbers. Actually, she gave him her phone number, which is not something Michelle does very often. So that was kind of a big deal for her to put herself out there like that. But it paid off, and a couple days later, he called her up, uh, took her out to dinner. They had a wonderful time. After dinner, ended up going and getting some ice cream at UDF, and then that eventually led back to his place where she ultimately spent the night, and she had to slip out a little early in the morning the next day because she had to work, but uh, it's not like she just disappeared on the guy. She did say, you know, I gotta go, and it was great, and then she texted him later on in the day and never heard back from him, so she's just trying to figure out what went wrong there. Oh, gosh, I really hope this works. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I don't know. We have a pretty good success rate of getting a hold of them. We're just not always as good at getting a second date, but let's see what happens here. Serious. Hello? Hi, is this Kyle? Speaking. Hey, Kyle, it's Jeff and Jenna, Q102. How are you? I'm good. How are you? We're good this morning. We're good this morning. Yeah, we're doing all right. It almost sounds like you were expecting our call. What? <laughs> I don't know. It just sounded like you were expecting our call. Uh, are you uh, familiar with no. our show? Yeah, I've heard about you guys. I don't really listen. Sorry. No, that's okay. Not everybody does. That's uh, We're not everybody's <laughs> cup yeah, of tea. I've, I've heard about you. Okay. The reason we're calling is we wanted to chit-chat with you a little bit on the air about a mutual friend. Her name is Michelle. She's a big fan of yours. And uh, you met her at Rusty Ball. Mm-hmm. Doesn't sound phased at all. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I do. It's. Wow. He sounds like, what the hell is going on here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, we were just wondering uh, what happened to you, man. She was kind of bummed that she hadn't heard from me. She, uh, she had to leave early the next morning, obviously, to get to work. But when she sent you those texts and you didn't respond, I think it hurt her feelings. So, is everything okay? Yeah. No. It, well, it, it is now. I, I feel really bad about not calling her back. I, I just This is really... You sound very nervous and guilty, well, Kyle. What did you do? Like, Poor yeah. guy. He, like, he has no idea what's going on here. This is something that we do regularly, Kyle. You're I, not the only dude no, that I we've know. called I up just, in the tri-state. Gotcha. I'm just, uh, it's just a little, 
the whole thing is uncomfortable. I've just been a mess since our date. And I, like, not, um, after she left, she left really quick and said goodbye. And I, I, but she left and I got up and I noticed that I had this itching and, and a burning sensation. And it was, oh, Lord. yeah, <laughs> the thing is, it was on different parts of my body. And I got up and I turned on the lights and I was covered in hives and welts. And everything, my arms, my, my legs, my face, my, my back, my sheets, they were covered in orange. It was just, it all was orange. I, I could barely open my eyes. My eyes were swollen shot. Um, oh, my goodness. Know, I, I mean, if she, if she had turned on the light, she probably would have had a heart attack. You know, before she You were that died. big of a mess. What the heck happened I was a mess. I, I, this was horror film mess. I had to go to an emergency room. Um, so I, I guess I, maybe she had some sort of self-tanner or something. Uh, and you had an allergic reaction yeah, to it. Yeah, and I had a reaction to it. I went to the, got a shot, a couple shots, and um, got on a bunch of medication. And I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm still not completely cleared up. I've still got, like, welts. Sorry. <laughs> so really bad. I know. It's, yeah. So the orange wasn't from the welts. You think that you think there was some kind of dye or something that rubbed off on you and your sheets? I guess. Yeah. I mean, I well, you know, I mean, we she did tonight. I mean, we had a good time. And right. But it, I guess that yeah, I, whatever is in the stuff, I my body reacted to it, and it, like I have really been a disgusting mess since then. And, you know, I, yeah. I felt horrible. No, understood. Michelle, bad for not calling back because I didn't want her to think you know whatever infected you. But you did do something. Yeah, okay. Turned me into a a walking welt. (laughs) All right, Kyle, hang tight for just one second. We've got Michelle on the line here. Michelle, are you with us still? Yeah. Oh, my. Can you explain what that was? Were you wearing some kind of self-tanner or something (laughs) else on your body that would have maybe caused an allergic reaction in him? A a friend of mine had gotten some free samples of some self-tanner stuff that she convinced me to try. Uh Uh-oh. And... I hated it. I never use self-tanner. I never do it. But she was like, oh, come on. It'll be fun. And you'll look super hot for your date. And so I put it on. And I had no idea. I mean, when I got home, I noticed there was some orange on a couple of my clothes. And I was like, that's weird. But I I just figured it was a little bit of a rubbed off. I oh, have, wow. I'm so embarrassed. And I'm so sorry. I feel so bad. And I will buy you new sheets. I cannot believe this happened because of me. I'm oh, so sorry. Wow. Now you know it's funny because like after it happened, I was I I was, I was kind of pissed, and of course it's incredibly uncomfortable. But you know, ta- calming down and actually talking talking it out, but telling the story it's actually kind of funny. It's kind of funny now that you're feeling better, yeah. right? Exactly. Now that I know that I'm not going to die. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's oh God! Crazy I'm so thing. sorry. But I yeah. promise I will never. Oh, be I had a good again. time with you, Michelle. Like I really did. Like I, I really enjoyed hanging with you, and I thought we, I thought we clicked pretty well. You know. That is That's funny. Bizarre. I mean, bizarre. What do you What do you say to your boss? What do you say to your mom? What do you say to your friends <laughs> oh, your when they roommate. ask what's wrong yeah. with you? I I went home with a girl, and uh, yeah, her. Uh, and this her is what happened. Bronzer. Yeah. yeah. Well, somebody <laughs> had to take him to the hospital, so you know he had to tell somebody right away. Oh. I hooked up with this chick, and look at me now, dude. That's where you lie and say it's a new fabric softener. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. exactly. Not that I've ever been in that position. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. So. Now that we've kind of cleared up the confusion, Kyle, I mean, I don't know if you're still pissed or not, but I, you want to no. try a second date with Michelle if, if we pay for it and she promises not to wear any 
self-tanner? Yeah, I'd like that. I mean, now that I don't look like a, a swelled-up Oompa Loompa, you know, I'd pretty good. <laughs> let, let the swelling go down just a little bit more, and, and uh, I'd, uh, yeah, I'd like to do that. Michelle, you still in? Yes, totally. I am going to make this up to you, and I promise no self-tanner ever, ever, ever again. I like the I'm going to make it up to you part. Yeah, yeah. yeah hey, hey, right. Talk about that. Very nice. <laughs> The first primaries are about a month away, and the candidates are really starting to go at it. Yeah. I mean, in fact, at a rally in New Hampshire, Bernie Sanders mocked Donald Trump for thinking that climate change is a hoax created by the Chinese. <laughs> so at this point, most people are starting to feel like Trump is a hoax created by the Chinese. So, right, he, that's not real. No, he's real. He's real. He's real. Uh, Bernie Sanders gave another speech here in New York City yesterday and ended up speaking for almost an hour. Now, now we can't show you the whole speech, but we condensed it down to what Bernie really wanted to say. It's big banks and Wall Street. It's really interesting. It's just simple. In and out. In and out. Boom. Ten seconds. Yeah. The other big news uh, is actually kind of scary. Uh, North Korea announced yesterday that it had successfully carried out its first hydrogen bomb test. Either that or they just got their first Chipotle. But either way, it doesn't matter. If something happened. I don't remember. I didn't read. Of course, we're a week into the new year, and a lot of us have New Year's resolutions. Uh, even Mark Zuckerberg posted on Facebook that one of his New Year's resolutions is to run 365 miles in 2016. Yeah, that's right. He's just had a baby, and he's getting into running. So if there's ever time to unfriend Zuckerberg on Facebook, it's now. But yeah, we get it. Congratulations. We just ran a 5K. Dedicated to my big girl. <laughs> 6'11". And uh, you may have heard by now, I did not win the Powerball jackpot last night. Yeah, neither did I, and I'm really pretty bummed about that. But excited... That we get to play again, and it's going to be worth even more. Yeah. The Powerball jackpot climbs to an estimated $675 million. Wouldn't it be cool if it got up to a billion? Yes. Could you imagine? This is the largest jackpot of all time. Yep. In U.S. history, worth $675 million. That's because no one matched the numbers drawn for last night's estimated $500 million jackpot. The previous record was a $656 million Mega Millions jackpot won in March of 2012. I might have trouble spending six or $700 million. <laughs> I don't know be. about that. <laughs> I don't think so. How much is it after taxes? <laughs> well, with the cash option, you get less. Right. And then you get half kind of of that. Yeah, in that yeah. tax bracket, you lose at least half of it. Yeah. Yeah, I would have to see what that yearly annual payout would be, if it would be enough. I know, really. I mean, what would you... I am curious. Like, what would you do with all that money? All that money? Yeah. Oh. There's a lot. I mean... I was thinking about this on my way into work this morning. <laughs> Actually, I was. Well, I immediately started listing all of the things I would do for Jacob because there's so many yeah. different therapies out there and they're so freaking expensive. So it's like, all right, well, I'd knock a bunch of those out without So he'd a doubt. be in all the schools. Oh, God, he'd be doing all kinds. We'd be traveling the world and seeing all kinds of different people um, for him. And I'd certainly 
uh, fund some residential facilities for adults living with autism, like the Ken Anderson Foundation would get a very large check. But uh, other than that, oh, there'd be a house built. But that's the thing is I don't want like a big crazy mansion. I want a relatively small home on a nice chunk of land (laughs) with a pond and a whole lot of trees. I can't see you doing that. I think you would have a gigantic house with tons of people and maids and everything. No, I think you'd have no. like an Aaron Spelling house. Yes, <laughs> you would. wouldn't. No, because that'd make me crazy. Yeah. Even my house now, there are rooms I never go into, and I just think it's dumb. Right. But that's because yeah. you don't have the staff yet. I, I don't. <laughs> but you see, that's the thing is, I don't want people walking around my house all the time. I would have a cleaning lady that would come all the time and keep She'd it be clean. there every day. Yeah, and I'd I'm probably have a like a, somebody that would prepare meals and leave them in the fridge. Oh, yeah. Like healthy food. That like, would be cool. Like a Mr. Belvedere kind of thing? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> but I would need a very big closet. There I would splurge. Well, you got some time shoes. to think about I know. it. <laughs> so, yeah, the drawing is, uh, I guess, Saturday... Is it Saturday night? Saturday yep. night. Yeah. Yep. All right. $675 million. Wow. I wonder how much we're going to go in here at work again. I don't have any more cash on No. <laughs> By the way, Jeff, thank you. I owe you cash. <laughs> That's right. You spotted Tim. Yeah. That's true. Would you, you, pay, have been you can nice? pay me when we win. Now, if we would have won and you would have spotted him, would you have like turned on him and said, eh, sorry, those are my, no, I gave you a share? Because that was no. my five bucks I put in. Hey, no. if you wanted to, I witnessed it, so it would have been fine. But I would demand that $5. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right, the cast of The Talk got kanye at the People's Choice Awards. We got that story coming up. Also, did Amy Schumer meet her new boyfriend on a dating app? We've got that, plus Lady Gaga, Brad Pitt, Julia Roberts, they're... Personal assistance, tell all. Yeah, that's the danger of having all that money, Jan. Good morning, crew. I have an announcement to make. Today is Thursday. Welcome to our show. I love this show. Me too. It's really, really funny. Well, maybe not funny, haha, but certainly funny. Hee <laughs> hee. It is Thursday. If you want to change your image, you got to get your face out there. On the radio. What are you waiting for? Are you adequately prepared to rock? Wow. Showtime. Yeah, we got Lady Gaga, Brad Pitt, Julia Roberts, their personal assistants tell all. And Amy Schumer, did she meet her boyfriend on a dating app? Of all places, but first... Let's begin this hour's e-news with the People's Choice Awards last yeah, night. they were on last night. Um, there were a couple of moments worth mentioning. Vin Diesel, over four minutes of uh, tribute to Paul Walker. He's mm. done quite a few mm-hmm. Paul Walker tributes. Wow. I saw that when he sang the uh, Wiz Khalifa song at the end of it. Yeah, the whole crowd. They started singing, and that's when he got cut off. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's but, not that great of a singer, just in case you were wondering. I yeah. want to thank the People's Choice Awards. It's, it's real people that are voting for these awards. It's no, there's no, it's just pure fans saying how much they appreciate our work. And, and that means the world to me. And I thank you so much. And the only thing I could say now is, it's been a long day without you, my friend. And I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. We come along. <laughs> he was doing so well, I mean, he just quit right there. Furious 7 won favorite movie <laughs> of the year. 
kind of funny. But uh, the ladies of the talk took the stage to accept the award for favorite daytime TV hosting team. Darn the real. I wonder if they were even nominated. But uh, the ladies of the talk got kanye They got kanye They got kanye It was some unknown guy crashing the stage, grabbing the microphone. He tried to promote an album. Oh, uh, huh. This is amazing. I think we think of ourselves as kind of the oddballs of TV, or we say we're like a motley crew. Uh-huh, uh-huh. My name is Ricardo Casio. Shout out to Kevin Gates. Is the album. You uh-uh. jumped over the jump, man. Uh-uh. Yes, sir. Up here? You ain't going to pull no Steve Harvey up in here. No. No, sir. No, sir. Security. Back to your speech, girl. I going to say, I think that we feel like we are the motley crew of misfits. <laughs> but, but that guy so, is not in our club. No. Get I love Sharon Osbourne. God. And that was Cheryl Underwood that uh, grabbed the mic back and chased him off. And Sharon gave him a kick in the pants on his way out. And then uh, there were a couple other moments. Fifty Shades of Grey star Dakota Johnson almost had a wardrobe malfunction while she was accepting the award for favorite dramatic actress. And uh, Mm. made a joke. All right. Leslie just broke my dress. (laughs) Okay, so, well, it's not like nobody here hasn't already seen my boobs. Yeah, she's got a point. She's right about she that. She does. Yeah. And then they brought out Miss Columbia for a Steve Harvey diss. Oh. Do you have that in there uh, somewhere? Let's see. I don't think I do have that. Well, that's no. unfortunate. But uh, the awards, let's see. Johnny Depp won, Chant Tatum, Sandra Bullock, Kevin Hart, Ed Sheeran, Blake Shelton, Ellen DeGeneres. And uh, Ellen got a special favorite humanitarian award, which is well-deserved. She does so much, but uh, it's yeah. kind of like if they're in the audience, you know they're going to win because they show like the nominees and then they pan to the people that are there, and there's always like two out of the five. Yeah, I don't think they show up if they're not. Gonna I don't win. think so either. People, I have a theory. They have to sit. They have to sit on the end. Yep, we're in that front in row. The front row. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The winners are all there. Yeah. Well, we have the Golden Globes on Sunday, which should be fun. Ricky I Gervais can't wait. It's promising to be drunk. He's going to start drinking uh, well, at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. i got to start making promises like that. <laughs> he is the greatest. Yeah, because he said he's not brave enough to, to crack the jokes he wants to crack if he's sober. So oh, No? Wow. No. Oh, he's so good at it. <laughs> All right. For anyone who thinks you can't find a quality match on a dating app, there is this. That is how a Chicago furniture designer named Ben Hanish hooked up with Amy Schumer. He's cute, too. Friends they say they met on Bumble. The app where women always make the first move, which, if you think about it, is very Amy that Schumer. Makes sense, yes, for her. Yeah, and uh, this guy isn't some artsy schlub. He used to be a design consultant for HGTV, and the furniture he's making now is apparently pretty high end. So right. there you go. Amy posted a picture of them together at, at the White House. Wow. So they're definitely spending some time together. Good for her. Well, and he he posted that very sweet tweet. Whether she, she whether she <laughs> wrote it or not, he was talking about you know the funniest, most beautiful woman in the world. Yes, if he, it felt like it. she kind of wrote it about herself, and he was like, "Send." <laughs> <laughs> he must have agreed. It's got to be great. He's probably laughing all the time. I oh, would think I'm she's sure. just hysterical. But do you think she's funny all the time, or do you think she better she be. gets tired of being funny? <laughs> hey, you're Amy Schumer. You no, know, it would suck for people to expect you to be funny all the time. You be funny. <laughs>
<laughs> I think he has to be very comfortable with who he is, too, because she will make fun of you. And he, I mean, she's always. Maybe. Yeah, but she's always the center of attention. So he's got to be okay with that. Yeah. Be interesting to see how she navigates that. And how, well, just how she is, like, in private, personal situations, if she's even the same person. Right. So this week's star picked up dirt on a bunch of celebrities from their personal assistants. And here are some of the highlights. Lady Gaga is helpless as a baby and wakes up assistants in the middle of the night to change DVDs. Hmm. Mariah Carey can't operate a microwave and makes her assistant wash her hair in the shower. Wow. I believe that. Matthew McConaughey gets turned on by food. I understand. (laughs) Yes, you do. (laughs) Kim Kardashian keeps all the fat she's gotten removed in a freezer in case she wants it injected somewhere else. Oh, that's smart. Brad Pitt draws poop on everything. (laughs) What? (laughs) Angelina Jolie forces her staff to watch all her movies and demands positive feedback. Wow. Christina Aguilera constantly pulls out her hair extensions. I believe that. Yeah. Elton John is so lazy that he has to be wheeled around everywhere. Ooh, wouldn't that be great? He's got, I heard he's got one of those, uh, it's it's like a chair that's sort of like a throne, but it's not a throne, but it's got wheels on it. Mm-hmm. I think it's one of those. Cool. Jennifer Aniston forces assistants to carry fans around so she doesn't sweat. Mm. Jamie Dornan needle points when he's alone. Julia Roberts wears her pretty woman a hooker outfit for her husband once a year. Madonna forces her staff to wipe down every dressing room bathroom with antibacterial wipes before she enters. Hey, I get it. Justin Bieber has sex with a lot of his staffers. I believe that, too. (laughs) (laughs) Jessica Simpson acts as if the world is one big open bar. That a girl. (laughs) Still in love with her after all these years. (laughs) And Selena Gomez leaves her dirty underwear all over the place. All right, so anything else, Jen? Nope. Q! Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.